I'm assuming we're recording. Okay. Play this by ear, but I'm assuming that it's happening right now. So get us going. Verify. <laughs> I don't want to go like 20 minutes and then find out that it was not recording. At all. What's up, ladies, and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. And we are literally in the middle of a global pandemic. That's right. So whether you are with your kiddos, you are taking a pause, possibly in an Epsom salt bath. That sounds so good. Or you're sitting in front of your computer taking a break. Keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. What's up, ladies? And welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. I'm Toshiba Oliver. And I'm your host, Leah Ross. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. We are so thankful that you all are here with us. And we are going into um, Psalm chapter six, Psalm six. Um, And Psalm six focus for us today is the Lord is a deliverer and how befitting coming off of um, this resurrection weekend. And I pray that you guys had the opportunity to journey through the Holy Week. Um, But we are going to be focusing on Psalm six and the Lord as a deliverer. Leah, take us through some of these key themes in Psalm six. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it for us and then we'll jump right in. Okay. Oh Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O oh Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O oh Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. Mm-hmm. But you, O oh Lord, how long? Turn, O oh Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death, there is no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who will give you praise? Mm -hmm. I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eye wastes away because of grief. It Mm -hmm. grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. They shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. Mm. Mm. The psalmist right here, I mean, he is crying out in desperation for God to show up as his deliverer, right? He's coming Mm. in this place. um, He's coming out of this place of brokenness. He feels weak. He's mourning and and he's mourning over really what we see to be um, like brokenness over his own sin. Yeah. Um, and and realizing like that there's these elements of brokenness that he feels within and brokenness that he feels without of of facing enemies and the such and it's um it's not always centered around some personal sin but in this situation that's what we start to see that's what we're seeing right. and so he's he's lamenting and mourning this while also seeking grace yeah. um and he's seeking grace through these pleadings and these prayers mm-hmm. and we know that there is always um this enemy that's at work that's that's condemning and mm-hmm. so he's doing this battle and prayer and pleading and um and so yeah so we see that coming out we see these themes of of lament of prayer we see these themes of of almost this this feeling of of um, of shame or of grief deep repentance and then the restoration of honor um through the mercy of god and so, yeah, and so this is just a powerful 
psalm for those places of grief and lament. And so that's why we're digging into it today. I think it will be a real blessing to us. Yeah, yeah. And looking at what the psalm actually says about God, we see in verse one that God has authority um, and he has authority through his holiness because he is holy. He is the creator of all things and he is the one who has set the standard and the expectation. And so in verse one of Psalm, psalm six, it says, oh Lord, rebuke me not in your anger nor discipline me in your wrath. So that means that God actually is the one who is able to discipline. He's the one who has the authority and he mm-hmm. indeed is holy. Verse two, God is merciful. Uh, verse four, it says that God is a deliverer. It says mm-hmm. that he is a deliverer. He is the deliverer. In verse six, he can handle our anguish. He can handle right. it. He can handle our anguish in verse six. And he does that through um, hearing the cries. He has heard our cries in verse eight. He has heard uh, the cries and the pleas in verse eight. He accepts the prayers of David in verse nine. And yeah. then it's faithful and he will, re- he will turn and deliver mm-hmm. because, uh, not because we are faithful, but because he is faithful. And mm-hmm. so it points back right towards, um, how many times we've said this in Psalm chapter, uh, four, Psalm chapter five, we see it again. How many times the Lord L O R D the self-existent one, um, the God who is eternal, Um, Yahweh, the I am is mentioned eight times in this text. And so David knows um, that, that um, it's only the Lord alone who can deliver, who can Mm -hmm. forgive, and who is the one um, who has all authority and where he needs to turn for this forgiveness and this deliverance. And so we see that not only what it says about God, we see how David responds um, to this, um, but then we see uh, what it says about ourselves. Leah, take us through that around, what does, what does this text uh, reveal about ourselves as we look through it? Yeah. I mean, if we posture ourselves in sort of the, in sort of David's shoes, Mm -hmm. it really is showing us that one, like David, we are sinful. I mean, we are frail in body, mind, and soul. Yeah. um, know that in sort of in the face of the Lord, I mean, just as David says in verse one, um, please don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. He realizes that um, in sort of this reflection of himself, there is a measure of discipline that will be poured out to him uh, because mm-hmm. of his because of his sin. Um, and so he's pleading for God's mercy in that. Yeah, he's in he's posturing himself like, um, yeah, just out of that need, right? And yeah. he is communicating that he feels grief um, over his position, and um, and we often feel that way too. And so. I mean, I think that's okay. It's it's, yeah. it's 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 okay to sit in that place and feel that grief and yeah. feel the weight of it. And I think it's even necessary because do we know the weight of our sin? Yeah. Um, do we know that that our sin is not just our own personal sin, but sin always affects 
our relationship with others. Yeah. Um, And it's not only like the grief that we feel of our own sin, but often just the sin and the brokenness of the world. Like the brokenness of the world touches us. Hello, we're sitting in the middle of a pandemic. The brokenness of the world touches us. And, and the sin of others touches us for some people shelter at home is not safe because of the brokenness that you have in your home and the sin that you experience that others commit against you in your own home and have mercy, God, but in those places that those weight of grief um, places, we know that, that God hears. Yeah. Um, And, and Leah, can I just say this? Because as you were talking about that, it, it brought back to my mind, second Corinthians chapter seven, verse 10, that says godly sorrow brings brings repentance that leads to salvation Mm -hmm. and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings forth death. And that's what, what, what David is modeling for us is that, um, this, this godly sorrow brings repentance. That's what it does. It brings a, a, a repentance that, that allows us to say, listen, I cannot, I cannot atone for what Mm -hmm. I have done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I cannot mm-hmm. atone for how I responded to um, to my boss when I was on the Zoom call. I cannot atone for um, uh, the poor stewardship that I've had over these p- past weeks, just like being gluttonous and and um, and and you un- not using my time wisely. And mm-hmm. I cannot, you, you know what I'm saying? I cannot atone for these things. I the, I can't atone for the brokenness of the injustice in this system of health disparities and yeah. and uh, marginal disparities there is only one who can and mm-hmm. what i will say is that when we the difference between godly sorrow and worldly sorrow is that if we're looking at ourselves so much that mm-hmm. we can't turn back to the cross Mm-hmm. And we don't see that Jesus has paid that, especially coming out of um, this past Holy Week, yeah. then what will happen is it literally will bring forth death where we see David coming out of his sorrow into the deliverance of the Lord. And he he is um, he's saying um, uh, they shall, they shall, the Lord has heard my plea and the Lord accepts my prayer. He yeah. embraces that the Lord sees him, the Lord hears him and the Lord has accepted uh, mm-hmm. what he has asked of the Lord versus the worldly sorrow actually does not do that. It will cause us to go around in this circle over and over and over and over yeah. again, almost like yeah. an Egypt type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to take that out of context, but ultimately like it's just this, this death that we feel and this heaviness that does not lift. And so, um, that is, that is something that to me is just what the word says. It, it, it allows us to see that godly sorrow brings us to repentance. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, that's a question that Mm -hmm. I would have is like, are we spending the time to pause, to have, have that time to say, search me, Oh God, try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any unclean ways in me so that we can have that sorrow, that, mm-hmm. that godly sorrow that will bring us to repentance and say why we need the Lord instead of just coming to the Lord and saying, Lord, I need you. You know, yeah. and there are times yeah. where we need to be doing that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really want to point out too, just that um, the truth of repentance is that it's, ba- it's allowing us to turn to God based on his faithfulness and not our own right works. Right. So I know that there are some listeners out there who have been in this place and feel this of like, 
oh man, I'm far from God because of my own laziness for my spiritual life or because of some hidden sin. And I need, and I know that I'm far from him and I know that I need to be restored to him. Yes. But often we feel like, oh, I got to do this checklist of things. Oh, I need to get back in, in, um, you know, Bible study, or I need to, you know, do X, Y, and Z thing, or listen to this set of worship songs to sort of create bring this. me out my funk yeah I listen create, to these work. yeah like amp me up and create sort of this 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 energy or whatever towards and that's you that. know and that is ultimately even in these real subtle ways depending on our own right works to get back into god's good graces and repentance says no turning and confessing your sin Come agreeing on. with god about it and allowing him to restore Say that wait a minute based on you him, said that love, real quick you said that real quick. <laughs> you got to bring that back. Like, repentance is turning. Yes. Turning, turning to God, agreeing with him about our sin. And then we receive his forgiveness based on his faithfulness, based on his steadfast love. He has agreed because of this covenant relationship with us. Now he called, he says to his people, call me Yahweh. I am that I am. Yes. And we're going to get into this um, in the next Psalm. But here I got to say that this is the name that he gives to his people. He said, no, you call me. I am. That's it. No, but the nations don't call him. I am. You call me. I am. Come on. And so because of that relationship, that covenant that he's given to us as his people, He's also given us his faithfulness. He's also given us his steadfast, unchanging love. So that when we repent, he draws us back to himself. And it's his work, Mm. not because of our own right works. Come on. Come on. Bars. (laughs) Bars. Bars, Bars. Bars. Mm. Bars. So how does this Psalm point us to Christ, which is pretty much where you done gone. Just take us on in Leah. Looking at Romans seven, how does this Psalm point us not just to the, that the Lord is a deliverer, but Mm -hmm. that we have a savior who fulfills the character of God, who, who Mm -hmm. literally weaves the thread Mm -hmm. so that we can, we can embrace the salvation the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, we can. We can. So Romans 7, 21, starting verse 21 through 25 says, I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand for I delight in the law of God and my inner being, but I see in my members, another law waging war against Mm. the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Now I know y'all have felt this way because I have felt this way. Paul goes on to say, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Mm. Thanks be to God through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. And so this is the tension that we feel. This is the place where Christ comes in, that even though we, we see and experience and feel ourselves doing the things that are contrary to the God that we have professed and know and love, Jesus Christ enters in and breaks that power Mm-hmm. actually fulfills in his own self what we cannot do in our own flesh. Come on now. And so as we just spent the weekend rejoicing in this powerful work that he did to make that possible, like, let's not stop rejoicing because the work is still at work. Say that. Say <laughs> Today. That. So praise God for that. Mm. Yes. Praise yes, God for that. So and in we- light of that, like, yeah. how do we, 
how do we respond? Like, what, how do we then turn and just not only embrace that, but what is our attitude and what are our actions in response to these good, this good news? Yeah, I, I think, Leah, as we are, are seeing the, the deliverance of the Lord, one, just mm-hmm. as you were saying, we should tremble at the holiness of God and his judgment and yes. feel the weightiness of the grief of the moments of our human brokenness and the world's brokenness, as you said, as well as just a, a humble reliance on, upon God that starts with repentance, mm-hmm. that, that starts with repentance, just as David did starting in verse one, he, he just cries out to the Lord. He says, don't rebuke me. He's that's a, that he's turning towards repentance al- already, nor discipline me in your wrath out of the Lord's uh, uh, anger. But he's saying, be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am anguishing. And mm-hmm. so there's this space of, of, as he has as, as he has turned his face towards the holiness and the judgment of God, his heart has been convicted, and so he humbles himself and he's in anguish and so that is our call to response mm-hmm. as well is that yes, the Word of God can convict us, but because we have the Holy Spirit living within us, that should that should put in us a holy indignation and a conviction to say, Lord, I'm in anguish mm-hmm. turn in humble reliance mm-hmm. to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so David acknowledges his weak state and that is, um, and, and God is his only hope. Christ is his only hope. And so mm-hmm. one is a humble reliance to turn towards the Lord. And then the action, as God turns from his anger and delivers, we can turn from our anguish mm-hmm. and proclaim mm-hmm. our confidence in his faithful might. Can I snap on that one? Can I snap on the podcast? Yes, girl, snap on it. That is such good news that we don't, we don't have to stay in that anger. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, in that anguish or in that anger, because God turns his anger and he delivers. And so because of that, we can turn our anguish and proclaim our confidence in his faithful might to deliver and save. And yeah. so just like what we, I mean, listen, ladies, I would encourage you if, if that's where you are and you're playing a broken record to yourself over and over again, every single day of mm-hmm. how you are failing, how you are sinning in this time, mm-hmm. the Lord is inviting you to look to him and, t- and turn to him and see that in that he delivers and that you can proclaim in confidence that he's faithful yeah. and look to him. So Feel that and then check your feelings under the light of truth. Turn even in the heaviness of this grief to knowing the faithfulness of God and placing your confidence in him. Place, mm-hmm. we've, we've got to place our confidence in him because our confidence in him points us to the one who has heard and has answered and who has yeah. accepted our pleas. Yeah. That's yeah. what the confidence yeah. in him does. Yeah. It says, literally turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full mm-hmm. in his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory mm-hmm. and his grace. And mm-hmm. so as we remember his steadfast love, gr- ladies, it causes us mm-hmm. to be confident in him Mm -hmm. because he's heard he's answered Mm -hmm. and he's accepted our pleas Mm -hmm. so leah will you pray for us um in this way gladly 
Father, we are so um, humbled just to know your goodness firsthand, to experience it in our lives in a way that is tangible, in a way that enters in and pierces into our pleas, our groanings, our lament, and says, I hear, I turn, I love you, and I will respond to you, and I will rescue you, and I will deliver you. And we thank you, God, because you don't have to do that, but out of your great mercy and your love you have provided a way to enter in to be our God and we thank you for that we thank you for the provision of Jesus we thank you um, put flesh and bones on your deliverance to us we thank you that it's not a mystery to us that we hang Mm. on on a sure and steadfast fact that can trace back that we know from history and that we experience alive in our hearts today and that is we thank you for his power at work thank thank you you for his deliverance in our weak and lowly states experiencing the brokenness experiencing our own sin experiencing these places of of anguish god we thank you that jesus enters in and he rescues and he delivers we thank you for that oh god thank you lord Lord, i pray for my sisters who are who are under just the the sound of this podcast lord that you would just be in their spaces of need today yes lord that their that their hearts would be postured in repentance Mm -hmm. and that you in your faithfulness would come and meet them and respond and i pray for these connections these intimate connections with you today and the rest of this week for the sisters and for us Mm -hmm. and we just rejoice that you are a good god and that you meet us in these places through your word and in truth and in the power of your spirit so we lift these things up to you father god we just um, pray your mercy over us yes Amen. amen amen Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.